When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So it's 11.46 uh, here on SENZ, and being a Wednesday, of course, it's a rural roundup uh, day for Andy Thompson. Of course, it does Fridays as well, and that's uh, for all our frequencies uh, outside of uh, Auckland and Wellington. But uh, it seems you um, you are in uh, Auckland, but um, doing a, a bit of work, I suppose, from time to time because the field days are, are pretty close by, Andy. So um, I noticed uh, one of the things on uh, the rural side of things this morning I'm reading is that um, Prime Minister Chris Hipkins rules out fertiliser tax for farmers. I would imagine there are a few politicians who will be uh, in and around the field days in the next few days. Yeah, g'day Smithy. Hey, good to have you mate. Um, yeah, certainly I am at field days at the um, Grain Corp site. Uh, Robbie's running the cutter, the Rural Roundup's coming from Auckland today and I'm down here catching up with a few people. That's interesting news actually about the, um, really, really interesting news about the fertiliser tax. Um, it hasn't really made a big splash here. Someone just mentioned to me before, but to be honest, Smithy, it was never going to happen anyway. It was a bit of a, a bit of, they were flying a kite. Um, the Nationals um, emissions policy and the GE policy that they've announced this week has pretty much taken the wind out of that completely. So, um, yeah, I've caught up with Chris Luxon this morning. We're actually going to have him on the show this morning uh, talking about that. And uh, so, you're right, there are politicians aplenty here. Um, was at the um, 7.30, I was at the opening of Field Days this morning and uh, up on the main stage there was uh, Damien O'Connor, Chris, uh, Christopher Hipkins, there was uh, Kieran McAnoldy, there were politicians all over the place. So, it is the time of the year when politicians show up to talk to Ag New Zealand so yeah it's going to be great You've been to a few of these Andy's what, uh, Andy what, what's the vibe? What, what are you sensing in the vibe? The vibe here is of um, excitement and when I came in here yesterday and had a look around the place completely different to what we had earlier uh, last year in November when we were here um, it's much much bigger there's a huge amount of people in here today already and there's two things that I'm picking up um, one's a sense of relief actually and I talked to this about Luxton in the interview I did with them earlier um, about how I think farmers are feeling relief with some of the changes that are being made and the fact that there's potentially some hope for their future and I'm, I'm kind of getting a sense of that um, here so there's certainly that but also um, field days are all about uh, opportunity to get off farm and get together and have a you know have a good chat with your mates and and neighbors and and see people you haven't seen for the you know for a year or so so um, it's um, it's a good mental health um, day as well so um, or a couple of days so it's certainly really important in the um, agricultural calendar do you sense it's going to be a, a good field days for suppliers in terms of you know, plant machinery, etc., or uh, you know, because they've got the latest mod cons on display, or, or are farmers still in this climate just going to sit back a bit before they make any calls, like over the next three days. Smithy, um, there's a lot of talk about that and no one really knows. I think all you can really say is you've got, uh, we, we know the cost of living crisis, right, and we know how much inflation is affecting household budgets. We'll double that for farmers. So you've got a double whammy happening at the moment. You've got costs that have risen up to 16 to 18% in the last 12 months and you've got payout projections which are back a dollar on last year. Um, so there is this real squeeze. So it is going to be absolutely fascinating to see where the farmers do open their wallets 
wallets at this event. Um, there's certainly plenty of things to open your wallet with, um, but I suspect there's going to be a lot of, you know, to coin a phrase, research happening where farmers mm. are in, looking at possibilities, looking at options. I mean, I've spoken to a couple of uh, people here already this morning, um, exhibitors, and they said that the demand or the, the inquiry has been really solid. Um, there's certainly the crowds are here. Well and truly, there's fantastic crowds here. A lot of people wandering around. The queues to get in this morning were massive um, for the first morning. So, yeah, I, I think that it's going to be a successful event for the organisers, for the people selling the gear. I'm wondering if it might be one of those, let's give it three, six, eight, nine months before we actually purchase. But certainly um, the inquiry will be there. Uh, and just finally, Andy, um, I saw a headline before... Um, when I was uh, just uh, looking at the rural websites, etc., solar power and farming. Massive. Solar power and farming. Is it massive? I mean, I, I could think of a dairy operation, for instance, a big dairy operation where solar power would be of immense value, surely. Look, it is massive, actually, and it's interesting you brought it up because we've already done an interview with um, uh, with uh, Andy Irvine from Datamars talking about solar and the amount that it's being used on farms. Um, and I know a farmer in particular who I interviewed on the show uh, a few weeks ago who's actually um, converted his entire cow shed. In fact, he's using um, some paddocks. Sorry, the coffee machine's wound up. He's using some paddocks um, to actually put in a solar farm to run his entire farm off solar. So that And, and also using helping his neighbours and, and creating their own little um, power station. So it is an amazing um, piece of technology and farmers are well equipped with spare land to actually create a solar farm. Um, and, and what that does is that brings back their emissions. So their methane and greenhouse emissions get get um, brought down because they're using the genera- uh, generating their own electricity. So yeah, definitely. I see while you're roving around you've made it to the coffee machine. Uh, when you're also roving around, uh, is there any sort of something a little bit more, shall we say, uh, robust? In the context? Yeah, is there any robust uh, type uh, outlets there that you can perhaps uh, join with some of your old colleagues? Um, um, yes, Smithy, absolutely, yes. There's the, um, the good George Bar. Uh, which um, I will be frequenting later on. And unfortunately, there's also the, um, uh, the client do tonight, uh, which I think you were invited to the client do in Hamilton, were you, at the casino? Um, sure. No, I don't get to those sort of things. Okay. No, I'm, no, look, I'm there is um, places for entertainment. Uh, there's places for us to have, you know, business meetings, Smithy. That's what we need to do. Yeah. Okay, look, you know. I'll, let, I'll, let you, I'll let you go because uh, you've got to uh, sort out the show coming in from Auckland, of course. Uh, so, uh, Andy, all the best with that. And over the, the next three days, might even catch up with you on Friday to see how the whole deal went, eh? That'll be cool. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Smithy. Cheers. Andy Thompson there uh, with the Rural Roundup, of course, um, on all frequencies outside of uh, Auckland and Wellington. Uh, but those Auckland and Wellington frequencies are covered, of course, by who? Yes, Mark Stafford.